0: Aloha, namaste.
1: Aloha, namaste. I'm Matt. I'm Ash. And we are The Yoga Couple. Welcome back to the Inner Work Podcast.
0: Today's episode is called You're Not Enlightened and That's Okay.
1: (laughs) That's Okay. Why would we need to talk about that?
0: Hmm. (laughs) Well, this uh, podcast episode is actually inspired by comments that we receive on our videos on social media. So oftentimes, if you follow us on TikTok, TikTok or Instagram, you know that we like to do fun skits where we act out different challenging relationship scenarios. And oftentimes in these skits, we are portraying characters that are not meant to represent us, but are just meant to represent the common like human condition and what most people experience in their actual relationships. And sometimes I can be arguing, it could be blaming, projecting, anger, sadness, the whole range of human emotions. And it's been really interesting to make these videos and kind of just give awareness to this is what people are actually dealing with. And we know this because we have, you know, private clients, personal clients that we do counseling with, uh, couples work with. And also these are the kinds of messages you guys send us, you know, in private direct messages and email telling us and painting these pictures of what you're dealing with. So we act these things out and we're, we've been really surprised to see that so many of the comments that we receive from we would say like the spiritual conscious community often have very little grace or um, like what, like allowance mm. allowance mm-hmm. for these types of situations and often project that you know, having these uncomfortable arguments or these moments of, we'd say like lower emotions are not what we should be doing or experiencing.
1: Or honestly, to just doing any sort of inner work, (laughs) like, like not even joking is sometimes there's this vibe of literally, if you really, if you really know the teachings, then you should have nothing negative ever be arising within thee. Yeah, (laughs) within thee. It's like like this total interesting bypassed kind of inhuman um, experience because that is, first of all, it's like Ash said, like not having grace. But I think more importantly, it's very, um, like the way I put it, it's it's very enlightenment shaming in a sense because it kind of comes off with this vibe of, If we are all not like perfectly zen and uh, just like these peaceful, perfect creatures of no emotion, that's like what we're supposed to be doing. And if you're not that, then like you're doing it wrong and you must be misled and you're misguided and like all this stuff. And it's just (laughs) something about it isn't sitting right. So we got to make a podcast episode about it. We kind
0: of get like backlash for doing inner work at all because like you just said, like Doing inner work, like talking about issues or problems for, from one stance, from this perspective is focusing on the problem and thus creating it. And we should just not talk about the problem and only talk about positivity.
1: Which is and what, then it's
0: just going to magically go away. <laughs> yeah,
1: which is what some of the comments literally say is like, yeah. if...
0: I wrote one down. If it says, you just
1: focus on all that is good and wonderful, then there will be no discomfort. Like... It's like, well, yeah, no, no shit. There'll be no, no discomfort because you're just a master of bypassing and escaping. So if you're just constantly only focusing on good things and if your partner's like, hey, like my feelings are hurt. You're like, oh, whoa, whoa, blah, 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 blah. Um, The sun is shining today and it's a beautiful day. And you know, do you want to hear about some positive things that happened? And it's like, you guys, like, come on. This is some of the funny things that happen and we see in the spiritual community is there's a reason why we have to keep addressing this topic of bypassing because it is a massive thing that is is really like messing people up in a sense because it's giving this impression of again you're not allowed to be an, a human. You're supposed to be this like enlightened machine who has no emotions, no past, no past human traumas, no like past experiences, no anything. You're just again, you're just if you're not perfectly uh, uh, composed and poised with perfect peace, then you're doing it wrong.
0: So I wrote I wrote down some comments where we're actually live streaming on our social media, so I can't look at my phone, but I did write down this comment because I found it really fascinating. It said, if two people have self-awareness, there will be nothing to talk about. There will only be symbiosis like nature, plants and animals. So just go into nature and you won't have to discuss your problems.
1: Right while also probably taking some drugs and some other ways to get out of, you know, being in what it means to be human.
0: Let's let's break this down. So we always like to disclaim that we are coming from the yoga tradition and the yoga tradition is all about sitting in discomfort. And we sit in discomfort on purpose because aversion to discomfort is It has control over us. Mm -hmm. So when we don't want to deal with things that are uncomfortable, challenging, talk through issues, talk through problems because we think it's a lower vibration or dealing with an emotion that is not just love and light, we polarize it and make it this dualistic thing that it, it should not be. That actually means that it has control of us. We have an aversion over it. And so from the yoga perspective, we don't want to avoid these things because they're uncomfortable. We actually want to sit into them and get to a place where they don't have power over us. And we're able to sit in that discomfort and work through it and transcend it and feel liberated even while we go through challenges.
1: Yeah, that's a much better sign of mastery and higher awareness is it's a, it's a better expectation for us on the self-healing and spiritual journey to say, I should actually just focus on trying to be uh, the best at sitting with my discomfort and become first tolerant of it and then second comfortable even Um, being able to sit in discomfort with a positive outlook of this is going to benefit me because I'm going to reveal probably a huge breakthrough or some sort of um, letting go of something that's not serving me. And I think that's a lot better expectation because you're going to make immense progress if you approach it with that perspective rather than being like my goal is to never feel uncomfortable and that's ultimately what a lot of these comments we see over the years are always reflecting they're reflecting an attitude of if you're uncomfortable that's or a problem. in a negative state i would say yeah. like, a or if negative you any state. sort of negative emotion like anger or sadness or guilt or shame or um, depression um any of these things it's always written off as ooh, whoever is causing that, get away from them. Ooh, if you're your partner, like you shouldn't be with them.
0: Or the situation is, it's a sign you shouldn't be in that situation because right. if it's bringing up pain or suffering or challenges, it's a sign you shouldn't be in that situation. Whereas in yoga tradition, we say, it's a sign that you have an aversion to something.
1: And there's something for you it, to learn. There's something for you to learn here. Now, it's
0: It's rubbing you the wrong way because there's something for you to learn here.
1: Yeah, and there's definitely a, a caveat of, there are times and places when you do need to remove yourself from a situation or a person or place, something like this. But the majority of the time, it is a much more empowering perspective to go into things thinking, all right, what is this offering me? What, am, what is it bringing up within myself? And if I don't run away from it, and if I don't just go try to escape it, and I don't just go try to go into nature and frolic with the bees and butterflies, and I actually say, no, 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 I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm going to just sit here and not react because see, avoiding in the yoga tradition, running from your discomfort is just as reactive as say, getting angry or getting depressed or getting sad or any of things that are getting written off as, oh, don't do that. Running away from it and spiritually bypassing it is actually just as uh, averting. It's actually just as reactive. So, The true spiritual teaching is of of yoga tradition is actually don't react anyway. Just witness. Just be with it and just learn. See what's going on inside. See what's bubbling up and then see if you can be at peace with it without having to react.
0: Yeah, and face it. Do whatever it takes to get through it. You know, handle it with courage. Do what needs to be done and stop running away from the thing. And this comment in particular that uh, I wrote down, if two people have self-awareness, there's nothing to talk about. They'll be in symbiosis like nature, plants, and animals. I want to discuss this because this is projecting that we should be enlightened and be in a space of basically telepathy. Like we should be so in tune with ourselves, with each other, that if we accomplish this, there's nothing to talk about. That's projecting onto 99% of people who are not there yeah, not, that it's not okay to work through things from where you're at. Yeah. Most people are dealing with trauma. They're dealing with hurt, with grief, with shame, with pain, with anger, with betrayal, with all kinds of things. And it's okay that there is an emotional response to that.
1: Well, I would even say literally every human is because even if you say in your adult life, don't uh, you're not involved in those types of experiences anymore... You were at some point, and you're also in a society that is and has been at some point. Most so
0: people are having a human experience. Every still.
1: single one of us as humans has been exposed to hurt, pain, trauma, um, negative beliefs, negative belief systems, and again, the reason why we we really are passionate about talking about this is it's a it's just another trap to be running away and acting like everything should be perfect, everything should be beautiful, everything should be comfortable, everything should be, um, you know, running around and and just like peaceful and happy, like frolicking, like we're saying. And instead, it's another irony about all of this, too, is ironically, when you become more self-aware, you actually have more to talk about, in my opinion, because you you see more you're aware of more and so this is why this is a good thing so for example um, let's say I have insecurity bubbling up now if I'm not self-aware that insecurity then drives me to maybe go drink it drives me to get in a fight with my wife because I'm gonna project on her that she's what's making me agitated uh, I might go look at porn I might go to, I might turn to some sort of vice right because what's happening is that the body's getting agitated and when it gets agitated when we are not self-aware because we don't talk about it we run we go react we go run to something or or literally let's just say like using this commoners um, advice let's say I get agitated and I just run into nature which I think I've done like I'll be like I'm going surfing <laughs> and like I don't deal with it well, yeah I go surfing I go be in nature I go get in the ocean sure it's an amazing experience I feel I feel super elevated but guess what The original root of the pain and the hurt that was in coming from that insecurity, it never gets addressed. It never got addressed, did it? I just masked it with this spiritual escape. And this is one of the biggest things we see is yeah, sure. Maybe I'm not looking at porn. I'm not drinking. I'm not fighting with my wife. Maybe now I'm going I'm into nature. Maybe, Maybe I'm doing I'm yoga. Maybe I'm meditating my
0: crystals. Maybe I'm putting on mantra music. It's like great because it's deescalating you out of a trigger.
1: And it's not as self-destructive as the other coping mechanisms. But that doesn't
0: mean that the original root trauma or issue just magically is dissolved. It's just
1: dissolved. It's actually just a more sophisticated spiritual escape. And so one of the biggest things is as we become more self-aware, going back to this example, Instead, what happens now, by the way, this is like literally a real example. This is what I used to do. And this is what I do now. Instead, that insecurity bubbles up. I start to notice it. I start to be like, hey, Ash, like I'm feeling a little weird, feeling off. OK, that's communicating it. Not a problem. You know, see, again, using this this. Um, approach of the kind of new age spiritual thing is like that right there i shouldn't even say yeah,
0: can you pause right yeah, there let's because pause right there and be like wait a minute <gasps> example so you're feeling
1: insecure you should feel, feel that
0: insecure then it's like you voice that and from the types of comments we get from this new age perspective it's like demonize that. Oh, you dropped into a lower vibration. Oh my gosh, like you this. felt insecure. You're like, so
1: not enlightened.
0: It's okay. Like, like <laughs> let us sit with that and be with that and, and and acknowledge that and like love that part of ourselves and say, you know what? Let me acknowledge, give a voice to it, witness it, be with it, yeah. be in my wholeness. And there is a part of me that does still get insecure and that's okay. And that's
1: okay. <laughs> and you know, the, the irony is, From our perspective, true enlightenment is being able to sit with any and all experiences within the human condition. And I think this is yet again another misconception that uh, the ego is just projecting onto enlightenment as a place and a time and in in a state of consciousness where all our problems go away and there's no discomfort and it's actually all a giant projection of the ego that. This is where I'll finally be away from all my shit that I don't want to look at. And so the irony is, like, I have so much compassion. You know, obviously, whoever this person is, like, we're not trying to put it down. And, and all the people that have ever commented these things, we're not trying to attack or guilt or any of this with them. We're just trying to show how this teaching is a really hurtful... I was going to say it's harmful. It's actually it really hurts. harmful because, first of all, it's harming other people because we know so many people in our life who have treated us this way. And it feels very violating because it basically is a giant form of gaslighting where you never have any accountability, um, anything uncomfortable you won't listen to. Even if you're straight up violating someone, you're like, I don't want to hear that. I'm just going to be positive. I didn't do anything wrong. Everything's fine. Don't don't be negative. Don't try to hold me accountable. There's nothing to talk about. I'm perfect. Right. So first of all, it's harmful in that way. And all it takes is to come across one person who does that too. And you go, what the fuck was that? Because it's
0: like this addiction to only positivity, it's addiction to positivity. only positivity, yeah. only enlightenment, only higher vibrations. And it's like, that's yeah. not real.
1: So the compassionate view of this is we do understand that it's coming from unhealed trauma. And what happens in the spiritual community is why do people tend to be drawn to spirituality in the first place? They have unresolved trauma. They have hurts that they're trying to find healing for but what happens is on accident they they grasp onto these topics of non-duality of love and of enlightenment and then what happens is the ego takes that and says wonderful i'm just going to skip all the uncomfortable stuff. And this is going to give me permission to just be in bliss, to just be happy because it's, I'm reading these texts and I'm reading these and I'm listening to these teachers and they're telling me that like the truth is bliss. And the truth is just sit in my bliss and just to be happy at all times. And the huge caveat there, and we're probably going to get into this later in the podcast is, there are so many teachings that are not meant for us yet. We're not even remotely ready there yet. So we might be reading teachings that are meant for like monks, like way further in their journey.
0: Secondly, those states are a side effect.
1: Side effect. They are totally. a
0: natural side effect of sitting in discomfort. Yes. <laughs> so when you deal with your shit, when you love the aspects of yourself that you would deem you know negative or lower, it liberates you and frees you into the higher states of freedom. Mm -hmm. So like bliss and love and like acceptance come from being in the authentic energy that you're in, loving all parts of yourself, not having an aversion to it, not pushing it away, Mm -hmm. not believing it genuinely as your trigger is real either. It's not going down either side. It's Being observant of, yeah, there's a part of me that hurts. There's a part of me that's sad. There's a part of me that that hurts when you lie to me. There's a part of me that feels hurt when, you know, I feel abandoned because I have this abandonment wound from my childhood and I'm scared. There's a part of me that's scared. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying like, I should be so free and liberated and like not attached to you or if you lie to me and if I'm hurt, it's me. Just saying, yeah, there is a part of me that deeply loves and that's why I feel pain Mm -hmm. and it's okay. It's part of it. And I see that side of myself and I'm aware of it and I also know the consequences that it brings. And Mm -hmm. I'm gonna look into that and I'm gonna sit in that discomfort and I'm gonna get to the root of it and I'm not going to demonize it. And when you do that, that's what frees you, like giving it a voice and being honest, being honest about it. That's what Mm -hmm. genuinely sets you free from it. Not pretending you don't have human emotions and that you don't get sad and you don't get angry and you don't get hurt
1: it's almost like this the unconditional love that these teachings are pointing to and that these people are typically trying to describe comes after you've loved all the things you were running from yeah so it's i love you know what ash is saying here this how we try to refer to it is look the benefits of the spiritual path are totally real like it's 100 percent legit There is such a thing as this bliss and this unconditional love and this peace and inner peace, joy, like everything that is being described is true. It's just the method and the approach to it that is totally getting um, skewed. And like we said, it's very harmful because it misleads a lot of people and we see it constantly. Uh, And we also see the product of that, which is delusion and like lying and just like hurting people and just totally unaccountable. So it's a byproduct and it's the result of when you are able to be truly self-aware and then you're able to be honest because that's the next step you got to be integrity because what you see you might not like so then you got to be honest and say damn i don't like what i'm seeing right now but i'm going to i'm going to just sit with this and i'm going to stay here i'm not going to run from it then you have courage to keep looking at that with honesty and then you have the ability to heal and have compassion for whatever is coming up, whatever you're seeing. Then after you've done all that and you've healed it, you've forgiven it, you've processed it. On the other side of that is the unconditional love of, wow, even with everything I just felt, saw, experienced, processed, and let go of, I still love myself. Then that you, those euphoric states hit. Then those states arise because we realize that no matter what we are confronted with, we will always love and return to love. But but we can't skip we can't just like skip. Yeah, to I that. think
0: people are believing that you have to deny yeah. these parts of it's yourselves like you in order it. to reach enlightenment. So like if you get angry, you shouldn't feel angry because if you get angry, you're so not gonna be it. enlightened. Yeah. So reject your anger.
1: And that's how you do don't it.
0: Don't do it. And like don't be sad or don't be attached. And that's not how you you go up that that scale of consciousness. You don't get to skip. There's no skipping. There's no pushing well, and, away. And
1: even the concept of skipping implies that you're avoiding something, yeah, right? Yeah, there's no you avoiding. See? Like there's no avoiding because if you're avoiding, then that is your teaching yeah. right there. The it's most like, enlightened thing to avoid. you
0: can do is be honest mm-hmm. with where you are at and what you are feeling. Mm-hmm. So if you honestly are having a human emotion of anger, your awareness of that your honesty around that, your awareness that there's negative consequences to it and it's not bringing the highest like, you know, like genuine feelings of joy. Like, you know, like anger brings suffering. Your awareness that it brings up, your awareness and full embrace of whatever you're feeling is the most enlightened thing you can do in any moment. You're not going to be fully indulgent in it and you're also not going to push it away. You're going to say, this is what's coming up. Why is it? What does it have to show me? I'm here for it. I embrace you and I love you. Anger, Mm -hmm. I see you. You need something from me. I'm there for you. What do you need? Mm -hmm. Talk to it, give it a voice, and be with it. Mm -hmm. And that is the most enlightened thing you can do. And I think that I think we're just making this podcast episode because it's unbelievable how many comments we get get this all the time on like every single post we make about uh, people projecting onto others and to us as we teach people how to do inner work from where they are that they should already be enlightened she wrote if two people have self-awareness there's nothing to talk about so you're projecting that they should already be enlightened what do you want them to snap their fingers and then they're just, just there like, yeah like people have pain they need to talk about it and that is okay so let's come up with a healthy strategy to do that consciously instead of say it shouldn't be happening
1: mm-hmm. and yeah, I because i'd be like saying this right sorry to cut you off but yeah. it's like real quick on that that would be like saying if two people are enlightened then, they won't have a then problem. there's nothing to problem it's like great cool thanks for that <laughs> random hypothetical that nobody is <laughs> this is like what we also say like say in our teacher training and when we're when we're talking about the healing journey we always t- teach our students like you know most people did not have a, a buddha parent And so we always say like, yeah, like none of this, like no one has to do this. They're not there yet. If you were raised by like perfect, like Buddha consciousness parents, but guess what? Nobody was. So everybody has these wounds because none of us had that experience. So it's like, yeah, we could say, you know, If it was this way, then it should be this. Like, this is why my teacher always says, like, avoid those hypotheticals because they're kind of irrelevant because it's like, yeah, sure. If everybody's enlightened, like there would be no human suffering. It's like, yeah, no shit. Well, guess what? That's not reality. So again, the compassion for this type of mindset is it's actually just deeply wounded and insecure and escaping by projecting onto, well, if only things were this way and it's like, okay, but... That means if you have to say that, it means you're so scared of what the reality it's is. It's not that. So let's way. be with what is. So let's be and
0: with what, what, the what, actual with reality what is. What is right now is someone's hurt. Yeah. And that is what's actually happening. So let's not project that they shouldn't be hurt yes. or they should be in a higher frequency or they should be in a higher consciousness. Yeah. No, what is, is this person is having a human emotion and they're hurt. So let's be present with yeah. what is. Yeah. And when we're present with what is, that's when we do inner work and the natural side effect of that leads to these higher states that we're saying you should already be there
1: yeah you know again I just want to keep building on this what I would imagine a common trauma that would lead to someone leaning into this is probably their parents discredit their emotions and so as a coping mechanism now when they find spirituality and they try to do their own healing they say oh great this is a place where I can deny my emotions and revalidate my trauma which is I'm not supposed to have these emotions because it takes them back to their their own PTSD of when their mom or dad said, stop it, stop crying, or I don't want to hear it. You or your partner making you a burden. Or your partner saying, I don't want to hear any problems from you. If you say anything or have any sort of emotion, like I don't want to hear it or else I'm going to leave you. And so what, what happens is a coping mechanism is we run to any sort of teaching where we get to have permission to not feel anything.
0: Yeah. If you feel like you're a burden because you have things come up then of course you're going to lean into this like well that's what i'm supposed to be doing doing. um Mm -hmm. to be loved Mm -hmm. because when i when i'm not an inconvenience to people when Mm -hmm. i don't have a lower emotion to be dealt with when i don't bring Mm -hmm. up a problem Mm -hmm. or something that hurts me and i push it down and repress it i'm more liked and i'm more loved because i'm easier to deal with yeah i'm not i'm not Costing anybody anything. I'm sure, not taking sure. from their time. I'm not taking from their energy.
1: So, funny enough, this actually reminds me of literally a comment um, on one of our other videos last night. Someone said, um, My boyfriend literally tells me, Don't have any problems or bother me ever, or else I'm leaving you. And I was like, Wow. Well, he
0: says, I'm good. So, if yeah. you're not good, so if you have you any sort leave. of problem,
1: you, you're going to leave. Like, I'm going to leave. How many and, of you have heard that? If and it's, I'm like, good. Wow.
0: If you're not good, then you can leave.
1: Yeah. My comment and kind of joke to a person like that is like, wow, did you get confused? Did you think I was a machine? Like, because I'm human. And of course, you know, I'm going to have highs and lows and emotions and things that come up. So think about how scary and insecure that type of love is when someone is like hey if you ever need anything from me if you ever have a low moment if you're
0: sad if you're disappointed if you're hurt if you are angry at me then you're an inconvenience to me instead of i want to show up for you anytime you feel that way i'm here for you in those moments you can always count on me in those moments yeah that's what we're trying to cultivate is a love that allows for these imperfect uncomfortable emotions and that if we can approach it from the yogic lens, we use it as our simulator to reach enlightenment Mm -hmm. because that's exactly what comes up for people, right? I want to run away. I don't want to deal with you. You're taking from me. This is uncomfortable. Great. All of those things are preventing you from being present and being fully embodied, which is enlightenment. So be in it against amongst that so just do it anyway mm-hmm. use your relationship and all the uncomfortable things that comes up and say i'm here for it because if you can do that you're surely gonna become enlightened mm-hmm. if you can stay in a relationship your lifetime amongst all the discomforts that it brings and learn to be compassionate loving present okay with what is in all the stuff it entails mm-hmm. sickness financial difficulties all
1: your triggers triggers
0: Childhood traumas, past trauma, trauma yep. coping mechanisms, you know, attitudes towards each other. If you can just be present with each obstacle, it surely is a stimulator for enlightenment, yeah. because now there is nothing that you cannot face, that you cannot be sit with, that you cannot be loving through, that you cannot be present for. That's the point.
1: Yeah, let's look at that. Just made me think of a couple other things. That we could look at to really just show how obvious this is so first so two things so first is let's let's just look at the difference in energy of those two types of love so one love is there shouldn't be a problem or else like or i'm gonna up. leave or you're wrong or you're like you're off and like no i'm just gonna walk into We're nature in and not in flow and you're not enlightened right so think about how like wow that love is so conditional and it's so um it's like fragile because if you even just slightly have an off day, that person's going to look at you like a burden and they're boom, out of love with you instantly. Okay. So clearly we just kind of, this is our favorite thing for teaching discernment is you always just want to look at a teaching and then sit with it and be like, okay, well, how does that make me feel? Well, f- we look at this one and we say, the fruits of this is like really, really um, scary. It's kind of insecure. It feels really like I better be perfect and don't be a burden. And it's like very, very um, fragile. So then we say instead, we just try feeling into the truth now. And we say, all right, the truth of this teaching of unconditional love and enlightenment, things like that is, I love you so much that no matter what state you're in, I'm here and I'm with you and we will get through it together. And no matter what is coming up, there is a truth on the other side and we will persevere through it. And so whatever it is, we will release it together. I will support you. We will discuss it. I'm there for you. I mean, just feel the difference of those two energies. Now, you guys, literally, this is what people comment us. So really feel into this drastic difference because we really do get these comments all the time of people telling us, this is what my husband says. This is what my wife says. This is my girlfriend, my boyfriend. This is what my partner says to us or to me. So this is the type of stuff we're hearing. So we just really wanted to take the time to like really go over this and classify and show you how like these two concepts couldn't be more opposite.
0: I think the saddest part for us is that it's usually coming from like these people or accounts that are promoting spirituality and consciousness. Mm -hmm. And then the comments we get from these accounts are like, so far away from like grace and allowing on like negative negative emotions to be mm-hmm. a part of the human experience that it it's like two sides of the same coin like when we're in the worldliness which is what so many conscious people are trying to escape they're escaping 3d right escaping the
1: matrix. and then
0: they go into this conscious thing and then they become so staunch about it that they have no grace for our humanness and it's 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 really interesting and it's, it's, we we're we're leaving the worldliness because we're looking for something more. We're looking for something that feels true. Then we go into the spiritual community and then our humanness is denied and then it doesn't feel true either. And so I'm the same thing again. I guess I just got really fired up about this because I think I'm just, I just want to I just want to yell it from the rooftops. Mm-hmm. Like you're not enlightened and, and it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's fucking okay, you guys. And it's okay to get angry. And it's okay to be sad. And it's okay to admit that you get jealous sometimes or you get hurt. And the more you can give a voice to that and be honest with it, that's actually the more enlightened you are because you're being honest. The irony. And you're being self-aware and you're being authentic. And so instead of trying to project peace, love, high vibes only and that when I'm in a higher state, nothing affects me and I'm so transcendent, Instead, just be honest. Like tell the truth. Telling the truth. The truth is I have feelings and I get hurt sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or the truth is I get angry. Tell the truth. That is the gateway to enlightenment.
1: (laughs) Or sometimes I'm human. No, wait. I guess all the time I'm human. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to come back real quick to the second thing too with this on this feeling into the different versions of this love and this teaching. So the second thing to say too on it is Notice also how it feels within and and think of the strength of that of a love that can look at the human condition, allow it to be there and then and then be able to have more compassion and healing for themselves. So with this first thing of like, all right, I'm going to deny and reject all these negative things and I'm just going to be like so self-aware, I'm so enlightened and I'm going to keep feeding that delusion by any time something negative comes up, I'm going to project it and say it's someone else's shit. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to um, acknowledge anything. And I'm just going to keep getting back to peace. And like, I'm just going to keep running. Or I'm doing something
0: into, wrong if I feel those things. Like I yeah, must not be doing my spirituality doing right. right. So
1: I must need to go back into nature and I need to go be my person and elevate my consciousness, whatever they say. So let's look at that. And then the flip side, instead, look at the wisdom and the maturity and the love that comes from someone who says, whatever arises, I'm going to calmly and non-reactively be okay with. I'm going to be able to sit with it. I'm going to allow it. I'm going to learn from it. I'm not going to let it affect me while I also can feel it. So, another way i'm going to feel this and not let it affect me.
0: i'm going to feel this fully and i'm I'm going to inquire and inquire it i'm going to learn learn from from it it. i'm going to embrace it and i'm going to love it and i'm going to find love for this thing that i want to push away
1: again feel the difference of the self-confidence feel the difference of maturity there feel the difference of being able to have that level of wisdom i mean let's talk marriage and relationship for a second my gosh like That first version is just so, like, like we keep saying, like, it's just like fragile and it's very like condemning towards the other person because, God forbid, you have a human moment. And instead, it's like, imagine how wise and mature the relationship would be if you go into it knowing that, of course, right? So, going full circle all the way back to the beginning of this episode, we were saying, if you set your expectation of no, you're gonna be uncomfortable all the time and your real goal is to master sitting with that, you're gonna have a lot more success, right? And that's why we're so passionate about sharing this with you because we want you to be successful at this. We want you to succeed in your inner work and in, in enjoying these higher states of freedom. But in order to do that, you have to make sure the goal is set correctly. So true freedom is not never feeling discomfort. No, 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 no. True freedom is being able to be free and feel free as you're in discomfort. Because even though it's uncomfortable, you are able to choose your response. So coming back to that, it's like, okay, in the same thing in a relationship, you're going to be way more successful if you expect all kinds of uncomfortable shit to come up.
0: There's going to be problems. There's going to
1: be problems. There's going to be each other's past traumas coming into it. There's going to be triggers. There's going to be unconscious things. Here's the thing too. Even if you both are like super enlightened, there's going to be other people. There's going to be jobs, there's going to be kids, there's going to be um the world, there's going to be the governments, there's going to be wars, right? We are not islands. So even if you guys are too, we shouldn't even really joke about it because it's not even probably relevant. But you know what I mean? Like even just to run with that, the silliness of this, even if you were both aligned, guess what? You would still have all the other
0: challenges. These,
1: these poor humans to deal with because you're so above it all. But you see what I'm saying? You would still have challenges. So full circle, again, we've really showing how this is just totally a half truth. It's a false teaching that you guys got to be really mindful of because it caused a lot of pain and instead replace it with something that is true, which is if you go into a relationship with the expectation of, of course, stuff is going to come up, of course, and that the real goal is to become so good at loving each other through that. I mean... Obviously, this is what we believe in. We believe in the yoga of relationship. And we also believe and credit it for all of our success of, you know, coming up on 10 years together now of doing this work. It's helped us get through every and any obstacle in our marriage and in our relationship that we've ever dealt with. Because when you have this expectation, you're not adding extra guilt and shame onto your back. Because it's already hard enough. It's already hard enough to be in a relationship with a human. You don't need to add this layer of, oh my gosh, we shouldn't even be having this. Because, I mean, that's why most of these people are usually single. Because they keep running away from when things get hard. So the expectation adjustment here is so huge. Because you're going to be a lot more successful when you understand, hey, this is actually totally normal. And we just need to learn to love each other through it.
0: I want to reframe this comment that we got and flip it. So it says, if you only talk about what you want and positivity, you won't have to work through anything. If you only talk about what you want and positivity, there'll be nothing to work through is what they say. So I'm going to flip this. (laughs) If you talk about the things that are uncomfortable and you actually work through the things that are paining and challenging and hurtful, then positivity will be the natural
1: outcome. You'll enjoy a life of positivity. How about that? Yeah, I think that's the truth
0: okay thank you for tuning in <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you haven't already we highly recommend that you read our book the inner work it's been trending on Amazon we're so excited thank you for all of the reviews and everybody who has read the book it's it's really starting to take on a life of its own it's like blowing us out we're like ranking next to Eckhart Tolle
1: and, and Michael Singer the untethered soul yeah and, and the four, four agreements. agreements like and these are all like the, the inner people, work's up there. are teachers that we looked up to you know coming up so it is really a, an amazing honor to be right next to them literally
0: yeah so thank you so much and you can get the book on amazon uh we're recording the audible probably like right after this podcast episode so <laughs> it's coming done. soon um amazon the inner work and also we have a retreat coming up the retreat is going to be in thailand we're going to the southern islands of thailand
1: mm-hmm. Koh Nang.
0: and it's going to be june 3rd, 3rd. through the night of 2023 mm-hmm. and we're about halfway full already so if you're interested on in coming on a transformational inner work retreat with us uh for a week
1: it's and and being uncomfortable yeah <laughs> and get, being around other people that are willing to be courageous to be uncomfortable don't in order come to- if you
0: want a, only bliss
1: <laughs> a blissful
0: retreat because we're going to be facing shadows we're doing inner child healing we're healing trauma it's, we're going to be doing a but lot of but here's the
1: best part you're going to get to feel loved through that and you're going to experience the love on the other side yes
0: of it. So you can go to uh, the yogacouple.com slash retreat to save your spot. Spots are filling up uh, faster than we anticipated. So make sure you save your spot. And then as always, we have our yoga teacher training at sacredyogainstitute.com. It's a 200 hour yoga alliance certified uh, training, heavily based on inner work and self-healing. It is yoga as a tool and a method for helping people heal. So if you're really into these types of conversations, you would probably really love the training because we meet with our students once a week on Zoom. It's an 8-month program. We have one-on-one calls with you and all of our teachers. It's really a mentorship program and an immersion. So, if you really want to dive into doing this, you know, work more professionally and step into the healing field, then check it out sacredyogainstitute.com. Namaste. Namaste.